0: hi everyone and welcome back to the real real podcast with me natalie barbu in today's episode i am interviewing someone with a more unconventional career you could say it is my good friend taylor king or tk as a lot of people call her and know her as and she is the Production coordinator technically for Alicia Marie and most of you guys definitely know who Alicia Marie is She's been on YouTube for years. I feel like she's definitely one of like the OG YouTubers who kind of paved the way for the rest of us I would like to say she has 8 million subscribers on her main channel and over 3 million on her vlog channel So you could say that she's pretty successful in the YouTube industry Taylor is her production coordinator. She works for her full-time started out part-time but now she's her full time. She just kind of helps coordinate the whole show, which I think is so, so, so cool because now in 2019, we're actually having production coordinators for YouTube. YouTube is no longer a one man show. We need help, we need a team. A lot of us have teams already. I actually just hired an assistant. I have been reading a lot of books that have actually said that one of the best things that you can do for your business is finding the right person to add to your team and that's because you free up so much time of things that you don't need to do and you focus all of that time that you could could be just like doing random emails or editing or things that aren't that important that you could hand off to someone else and you spend that time growing your business and that is what I am really excited to do so I can't wait for you guys to kind of hear of everything I'm doing this summer and if you guys are new listeners to the podcast and you guys found this podcast Um, Not through like my youtube channel or anything like that I do have a youtube channel if you guys want to check it out as well shameless plug for me here Sometimes I forget that this is a podcast and that I these people aren't just coming from YouTube Like I know majority of people here are coming from YouTube But I have heard of a lot of people that have found this podcast without that So I think that's really cool If you found it a certain way, then let me know comment in I guess you can't comment on this DM me or leave it in the review on how you found my podcast And like every single episode, I do a review of the week. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for spending time to actually review my podcast. It means so much to me, way more than you guys know. And today, the reviewer of the week, ironically, her name is I am Alicia M. And she spells it exactly like Alicia Marie. I swear I did not do this on purpose. I didn't even know I was going to do this review for this episode, which is just so weird. I wonder if it's like a fan page or maybe it's actually Alicia, (laughs) but she says, Natalie does a really good job at showing the reality of the struggles behind shifting career paths, moving to another city, budgeting when you don't have much, and other big life challenges. She does a good job at sharing the reality of smaller hurdles in career, life, and family, which not a lot of people talk about these days or brush off as easy. It also lets others in on the tips and tricks of boss women. I also admire that this podcast was done out of purpose and passion. Listening to your podcast podcast has given me the call to action to start my own business, which I've dreamt for for years. If Natalie can do it, so can I. Thanks for inspiring me. To me, that is exactly why I started this podcast. It's to show you guys people that are on their way of success i guess or people that have already created their version of success because not everyone's version of success is owning a multi-billion dollar business or a multi-million dollar business or being the ceo of a large company a lot of people don't want that they just want to be fulfilled in a career that they love and happy and i honestly want to and I want to showcase those people. I want to show you how you can create a career you love. You can build a business at 22. You don't have to wait until you're in your 30s to create this mega tech company. Some people don't want that, and that's what I want to show. I want to show real people, real lives, real careers. And of course, I want to one like interview big people that are super successful. Like I would love to interview the CEO of Glossier or something like that one day. But those are not the only people I would like to interview. I want to show you guys very relatable people that look like you and me and that you can look at them and see that if they can do it, so can you. And that is what I want. So I really am happy that you guys are enjoying this podcast. And I did this 100% out of passion and purpose. I still have yet to make any money off of this podcast, just putting it frank. I haven't had like sponsorships or anything like that. I am definitely going to be trying to get sponsorships in the future but i have been having so much fun with just recording these podcasts and i'm so glad that you guys love them as much as i do i also think that it is so cool something about this specific episode is that this job if you would have said oh i'm going to be a production coordinator for a youtuber if you would have said that 10 years ago that sentence would have not made sense no one would have known anything that you're talking about so i think it's crazy to think that so much has changed in such a small amount of time, and that in ten years from now we could have jobs that we don't even know about, which is inspiring and crazy cool at the same time. I think that YouTubers nowadays still get kind of a negative rep, and people expect it to be like the easiest thing in the world. It's such easy money; um, you don't have to do anything. You just film at it and upload, and it takes so much more than that so I really want to shed light on someone who works for a YouTuber full time on what she does and I'm glad that I interviewed Taylor. She's just such a sweet person and such a fun person to be around so I'm really excited for you guys to hear her side of things and I feel like it's a different take than instead of just interviewing a successful YouTuber, I'm interviewing kind of someone who works right alongside her but isn't in front of the camera. I think it's going to be so interesting. You guys are going to absolutely love this episode and it's just a different take I've never really seen anyone interview someone who works for a youtuber and now that this is a real job I want to shed light to it I want you guys to know that this is actually possible I mean I just hired an assistant like I said and the fact that I'm hiring an assistant for youtube business anything like that is just crazy to me and I would have never thought that I would have needed to add someone to my team Um, but now I did and I think it's just crazy so anyways Thank you guys for clicking on this episode and wanting to listen. I hope that you guys enjoy it. And if you do, again, please be sure to give it a review. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear all about Taylor. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See Earning.com TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time, and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus, the Sydney-inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet, and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage, because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief, and my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz-free with Waze's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz, it also provides heat production up to 450 degrees, reduces inner split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Waze's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. go to dot com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's dot com promo code RealReal. Hi everyone, I am with Taylor. Hey, what's up
1: guys?
0: I am so excited that she is here on the podcast. I have been really wanting to have her on just because... She's, like, one of the main reasons that I even started this podcast.
1: (laughs) I'm so honored. No, you...
0: Because Taylor has a podcast, which if you guys haven't listened to it, you have to go listen to it. I'll have it in the show notes. Listen to our episode. Yeah, we have an episode together, and it was my first time doing a podcast in person with someone, and it was just... Yeah, it was so fun. I was like, okay, I kind of want to do this.
1: Yeah, I actually... I remember being so excited because I feel like we... Did, did we become Instagram friends and then you were on the podcast yeah, yeah. okay yeah. and then when she asked me to be on hers I was so honored because I was like I being like having my own podcast like I'm always asking people mm-hmm. to be on mine so it's like so fun to be on someone else's for once
0: I know no it was just yeah she's like the main reason honestly that I started <laughs> oh so God, that feels if you guys so cool. like the podcast then go check hers
1: out It <laughs> feels so cool
0: but we are just gonna get started into setting the record straight so it's where I just ask a bunch of kind of stereotypes and taylor's gonna tell me if they're true or if they're not true
1: okay true or false.
0: yeah so <laughs> t- so the first one is influencers are not the same on and off camera
1: true they're not the same
0: they're not the same you think that they have like yeah per-
1: characters yeah because i think about it like any person that like any person in the world that like takes a photo for Instagram, we all like perk up and smile.
0: Oh, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
1: Like, it's not to say that they're like completely different people. It's Mm -hmm. just like everyone has an on-camera presence and everyone has an off-camera presence. Like for instance, me, like when I'm not on camera, I'm just like chilling, like no makeup, like Maria Badesco's it cream on, (laughs) you know what I mean? And when I'm on camera, like I have the pretty filter on Mm -hmm. and like I'm all perky and like my eyes are like, I have my lipstick on. So so um, it's not to say I'm a different person, it's just like you have your on-camera presence and your off-camera presence
0: you need connections to work in the entertainment industry
1: oh true 100 percent.
0: yeah but it doesn't
1: mean that you can't like make connections like i had no connections when i moved to la but what you just have to like talk to people and talk to the right people and go the extra mile and then you can make a gazillion connections
0: yeah no and being in a good city I feel like is really important for that
1: definitely and I actually think um really just finding the one right person that can help connect you to like their people mm-hmm. really helps
0: yeah just find
1: that one person
0: we're gonna talk more about networking and stuff in the podcast just because I feel like Taylor's queen of networking?
1: Like <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you
0: know so many people thank and you. I think it's just your personality,
1: it's but It's really fun. I honestly, I don't even call it like networking is one of my favorite things. I think it um, intimidates a lot of people, but I'm just such a people person. I love to like know everyone. Yeah. That I think just people are so cu- cool and I'm just constantly so curious that um it just makes it easy to meet people. Yeah, no, definitely.
0: And everyone in LA wants to work in the entertainment industry. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. i feel like this is the spot where you will throw a rock and like hit an actor hit like oh literally
1: want to be producer director. Every, every single like waiter or like every normal Uber person driver. every normal person job is basically like someone who just wants to be like an actor or whatever but they're like doing it on the side because they have to make money
0: mm-hmm.
1: until they like get the yeah, get the, the role the role
0: and then anyone can start a podcast or anyone can like start a YouTube channel.
1: I think like literally everyone can start, but mm-hmm. like everyone physically can start a podcast or YouTube channel, but not everyone should. <laughs> 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 That's
0: good advice. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, not to be like a Debbie Downer, but I just think that like it requires a certain someone to do it. Yeah, no, and
0: I definitely. I think it,
1: it. It, there's a difference between everyone can start one, but it's like not everyone can start one and do, be,
0: do be it well. Yeah, yeah yeah totally and now tell us about yourself because I feel like you're every I mean I see you like everywhere like you're hanging <laughs> out with everyone like oh, I listen to your podcast all the time like I, Instagram Instagram stories your polls are amazing so just like tell us about yourself like
1: okay so um my name's Taylor King but my nickname's TK like a bunch of my friends call me TK and that's why my Instagram and my podcast is called TK's Juicy Polls and TK's Juicy Pod Um, I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. I moved to LA um, about almost four years ago to go to school at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, aka FITM. I'll probably um, refer to it as FITM later on in this podcast, but um, I studied digital media and digital cinema. I've always been really into making videos and photos and stuff like that, so I started to take Instagram seriously when I moved out to LA, and I started a podcast because I kind of got known on instagram for making polls which is so weird to think so your about.
0: polls were first and then like, you had a podcast like yeah that.
1: yeah that's why i started my podcast oh, yeah okay so okay. i honestly i started making polls on like winter break one year um i was just in college and i was at home in indiana and i was like bored as all can get out because like it was freezing <laughs> out in indiana and there's nothing to do i just started making these like fun polls on instagram where i would be like pizza or macaroni and cheese or yeah. like do you know what I mean like random things like but I would do them in spurts of like only like sports themed polls or only food themed polls and I was getting such good feedback from even like my friends in Indiana that normally like make fun of me for taking mm-hmm. Instagram seriously which I was like huh yeah like that's a good sign or like yeah. even like my brother's friends and like just people that like I cared about but like always made fun of me for stuff like that were like Taylor these are so fun and I was like okay I love them.
0: (laughs) I am personally a huge fan. I vote in every single one.
1: (laughs) And then I started asking quite like juicy questions that were like dating related which is that's when like so many people started like complimenting and like loving the polls mm-hmm. and honestly I started asking them because like I I was trying to see like what my crush thought about like yeah situations like I was so confused with guys and so like literally I would be like do you like it when girls um ask you out on the first date or would you rather ask out on the first date and then I would like scroll through who votes to see like what hot guys voted <laughs> because like I wanted to see and like yeah. what like my exes voted because I wanted to see like what they thought. Yeah. And I was getting so much like tea and and, like data and like information that um it was just so interesting. And that kind of fueled me to like make more polls and like make them juicy. And then then my influencer friends, they were like, Taylor, you need to take this seriously. Yeah. And so that's when I like made it a thing and like started making that like a, a consistent background and like things like that. And that's what started my podcast. So
0: That's awesome. I did not know that your polls came first. Yeah. And that's how you started your podcast. Uh Did you... Were you doing YouTube at this time? Or... Because I know you've dabbled in YouTube. I've always
1: dabbled in YouTube, but I never really... Well, the thing... The thing that I always tell people is that since my major was digital media and digital cinema, like I had a lot of editing classes, which was great because I learned like literally every form of editing possible Mm -hmm. in like every program, but it really stunk because that was my homework, like editing was. So like YouTube wasn't fun for me because like that, it just felt like more homework. Um, so when I, like, like Instagram and, like, creating and, like, filming and um, taking cool photos and, like, fashion, that was, like, so much easier and quick. And so I actually enjoyed that. So um, that's kind of why I feel like I never really took YouTube to the next level. Maybe one day I would love to, like, um, like like I said, like, I love making YouTube videos. I, lo- I mean, I work for YouTubers, YouTuber, so it's mm-hmm. so fun. But um, right now it's not my priority.
0: I honestly think... Your podcasts are so good also that it's not good to like focus on that. Well, well. I yeah. like
1: literally my dream would be to have like be like Joe Rogan, like wake up every morning and do a podcast with a guest. Do you listen like to Joe Rogan? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I don't listen to him, but everyone tells me I should.
1: You should. He's definitely like I feel like why he attracts a lot of males. Yeah, my guy friends tell me to listen uh-huh. to him. Um, but I, he's fun. I actually listen to a lot of guy podcasters. So he's, he's cool. He's a lot of cool guests. Like he did one with like Elon Musk and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, that would be my dream to have like a full-time podcast.
0: So why did you decide to go to Fitum? Like, did you always want to go to a fashion school or? So
1: I actually thought I wanted to go to like a big university and like be a sorority girl and um, like play a sport. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wanted to cheer maybe in college so I like visited all these like big schools and like met with cheer coaches and etc and then I like went to like the fashion area because I loved fashion I always like dressed up yeah in high school and like made funky outfits and stuff I I was like meeting with people like the fashion part of like the business schools at these like big schools and they were like yeah like our like the just like the job opportunities from the fashion programs that they were like Telling me about did not interest me in the slightest. None. Like I was like, this is not for me. Like the companies that they were name dropping, I was like, my grandma shops there. Like that ain't it, sis. I had one of those like kind of college mentor people that helped like me prepare for the SAT and stuff like that. And so she was like, you need to visit because I kept talking about fitum and mm-hmm. like Parsons, and she was like, you she like literally yelled at me and my parents and was like, you need to take your daughter and you like, you need to go visit these schools yeah. because like, you're going to regret it if you don't. So as soon as I visited, it was my like, first time to California, first time Aww. to LA. My mom and I came out and like, it was like immediately I knew. Um, and then even, I even visited Parsons after cause my parents were like, hold up. We want to make sure yeah. that you're going to the right place before. Like we spend so much money. Um, so I visited Parsons and FIT and I like did not like it nearly as much. Really? Were yeah. those
0: in New York or are they uh-huh. also in Both LA? in New York.
1: Okay. Um, but I just fit them like was so practical and, um, the, just the relationships within the industry. And I'm more, I've realized I'm more interested in entertainment than I am fashion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love, I like fashion is so cool and I love it, but, I, um, I'm like my talents sl- and like my just, like, my whole vibe is more in the entertainment industry, so it made more sense to be in LA.
0: Yeah, and what was your, kind of, dream career going into college? Because I feel like so much changes in four years, Mm -hmm. and you graduated early, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what was, kind of, your hope for coming to FITM, and, like, what did you want to get out of it? That's
1: such a good question. I think that I always wanted to be either, like, a producer, a creative director, and then like a host. Mm-hmm. Like so, which is kind of weird because it's like kind of I feel like I'm like on the right track to oh, all those things 100% are, I can tell you that. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything before I went to fit I thought I wanted to maybe be like in fashion marketing or like something mm-hmm. like that. But I realized like now I have nothing to do. I mean, like my job comes with like we make fashion videos and stuff like that, but yeah. it, I'm not like making like sewing or like, you know what I mean? Make physically making garments, which um, is like a com- an option and is a really big thing at Fit'em, but that just wasn't for me. That doesn't interest me as much.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome that Fit'em has like not. Just fashion Yeah, they actually majors.
1: have a social media major. Literally, really? yeah, that's crazy. really cool. Is it four years or is it two? Four. Um, so you can go for two, but okay. they also offer it in bachelors.
0: Because when I was looking at colleges, actually, I looked at fitum for a hot second. Really? Which is funny because I'm an engineering major, so like, so funny, not related at all. But uh-huh. I did look at fitum for a little bit, and uh-huh. I remember seeing they had a lot of degrees that were just two years. They had some that were four years. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, a lot of people actually, like, for instance, you are, like, a prime example. If they studied engineering but, like, wanted to do something more creative after, yeah. they, like, get another degree after college. The social media major um, was literally just, like, had started when I was first going to fit on, but I decided to be more video and more film. I feel like your major,
0: though, is more... You can do more it ma- it?
1: Yeah, it made way more sense to me because, like, they were providing me with skills that i didn't already know and like i mm-hmm. had to be taught whereas i feel like social media i mean i'm sure there's like literally so many details that i don't know about that they learned yeah. in that major but for me i thought that i already kind of like knew so yeah. much about it that i i didn't need um to learn as much whereas like digital media i really I, there was so much i didn't know before you started working for a youtuber uh-huh. did you
0: watch youtube videos is that something that you ever thought would be a job for you or kind of like
1: how did you start that i'm totally like a youtube fan girl (laughs) like i started watching the first person i started watching which like one of my best friends when i was little showed me was juicy star07 that is what started my channel i'm
0: not (laughs) even kidding like her videos yes like was why i wanted to start youtube i would
1: like dabble around and of course i watched the like charlie bit my finger like that like fred like i watched those but i wasn't as like um I, I guess I wasn't much of as a fangirl until I really like moved to LA and mm-hmm. then I was, I only watched YouTube and just like, it's fun living in LA and like watching YouTubers. Cause like, I love seeing where they go. Cause I like, I know where it is and I don't know that, that part was super fun. So yeah, I'm just, I was a YouTube fangirl kind of, and then I met my best friend, Kenzie, who is a YouTuber and she kind of like really opened up a whole new world of like mm-hmm. YouTube to me where we could both like talk about oh my god did you see that like this happened and blah 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 and like this is on twitter and like she understood mm-hmm. um so that was really cool and then like from kenzie i swear i meet like literally all my cool friends from kenzie so funny um, how did you and kenzie meet was it w- we met at a church event
0: oh okay so it wasn't youtube related no. at all
1: no that's um fun. we met and we were both like really looking for some good friends at the time and literally it was like a friday night and she texts me she's like <laughs> it was like the day after we met she's like hey what are you doing tonight i'm like nothing she's like cool me either want to go to the maggiano's at the grove i was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and that's just what kind of started it for instance olivia vargas i met her at fitem before she even had a youtube channel mm-hmm. so there are some people that i knew like before um like, even their social media was a big thing, but I've always been really interested in YouTube.
0: And how did you start working for a YouTuber? Like, how... Yeah. How do you even get that job? I am so (laughs) fascinated by it because... I don't know. (laughs) As, like, someone who does YouTube, I'm like, how would I even go about, like, hiring someone? Like, I don't... Yeah.
1: Um, So, I actually work for the YouTuber Alicia Marie. I'm, like, her, I guess, filmer is Mm -hmm. what my title is. But actually on paper it says production coordinator I kind of got the job basically Alicia and I were friends for a while for about like a year a little less than a year and I had helped her out with like one um little shoot once before and I was graduating and I was working part-time at CBS and she needed some extra help so I just started like part-time helping her when I was free and when she was free literally I blinked my eyes and she offered me a full-time job and It has been literally, like, the best thing ever because I feel like the job was created. It it was just... I feel like it was created... It's so weird to say, but I feel like it was created for me. Like, everything that i've like i love and everything that i feel like i'm good at and i've like worked hard to be good at um i like can really use in my job and it's so fun because naturally i'm always like up to date like watching youtube and being on twitter and so much so it's like so fun to like brainstorm ideas because that's what i'm already doing in real life a job Yeah. yeah and then on top of that she's like literally the most incredible mentor and boss i could ever ask for and she's like the most hard-working boss ass like (laughs) gal she just like is a boss yeah. and i did not realize like when we were friends i was like dang this girl has it together but i was like dang when i started working (laughs) for her i was like wow she is the coolest person i know when you see so much behind the scenes that you
0: don't see on camera like me and taylor were talking about this earlier like you don't see all the hard work that like youtubers or Mm -hmm. even a podcast or anything like that like you don't see the behind the scenes you just see what we put out yeah so you see the final product and literally that's it like even vlogs you are seeing some of the behind the scenes but like yeah you're not seeing the behind the scenes of the vlog you know what Uh i'm saying like it's exactly there's so many levels that you are not being exposed to exactly
1: it's actually so weird to think about after alicia and i will like work on a video for like so long and then to like only put out eight minutes and we're and that's only like what people see and it's just crazy it's so rewarding because it's like oh my gosh it's out like people are commenting this is great but it's also so crazy like how much we've cut out youtubers like do not get enough credit
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no it's it's really interesting because you are seeing all sides of it you literally
1: a youtuber basically doesn't just have one job they're doing like 80 people's jobs yeah like they're the i just said this to natalie but they're the talent they're the hair and makeup they're the wardrobe they're the producer they're the director they're the filmer they're the editor they're the graphics and like um, special effects like they're everything
0: Yeah, even though it is a smaller scale, it's not a whole full-blown movie production, but But it still is so much and so much that you have to be thinking of because people that do that full-time, like people that edit full-time or people that just do like graphic design full-time, that's their only job. That's all they're thinking about. Yeah. When you're doing everything, you have to really like spread yourself thin and think about everything at once. Exactly. The title has to be really cohesive with all your other titles and the thumbnail has to look good. That's
1: something I underestimated and Alicia's really taught me a lot. Like literally... Every time I'm with her, I feel like a sponge because I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just want to learn, like soak everything in because she's just so dang smart thinking of little things like details about like the title and the mm-hmm. wording in the title and the description and oh my gosh does this thumbnail look like something that i would want to click on or just like little tips and tricks like that like that you don't think about sometimes i'll like put like my title in all caps and then other times i'm like
0: well let me see if it does better if it's like lowercase yeah and i know that sounds so small and sounds like nothing to people know. people are probably like give me a break i don't care if it's all caps or lowercase yeah. but really i feel like psychologically there's something there that like makes you want to click on certain things exactly like you just don't think of and like we kind of have to come up with that and, and we like, kind of have to see what works if
1: you're like if you've spent like days on and like making this video you're like you want people to click on it so exactly. you're gonna do everything you can to, exactly yeah. exactly
0: like no it's not all about the views but when you do pour all your effort into it like uh-huh. it doesn't feel good when no one watches it or 100%. no one interacts with it i personally love comments oh my god comments are my favorite on instagram lo- yes like i love discussion i love comments so even if it gets a lot of views but it doesn't get a lot of comments i'm like disappointed
1: no yeah comments <laughs> like, i didn't someone do comments, i'm like you're my real friend <laughs> yes seriously
0: seriously and so what is a day in your life i guess working for alicia working for a youtuber like what is Typically, your schedule is every day different. Or? So
1: every day, um, I'll give you like a day in my life, like literally personally and um, working. So like I wake up, I work out, I I work out in my gym in my apartment, mm-hmm. and then I get ready, and then I go to Alicia's, and basically um, we kind of have a schedule where we have days that we film, we have days that um, we're brainstorming and like um, doing more of the like behind the scenes work. Mm-hmm. Um but it, uh, the really amazing and fun thing about my job is that it's so spontaneous. Like some days she's like, "Hey, this weekend can you come to New York or like yeah. whatever?" Um which I love. Like I'm such an on the go. Like I love people. I love being spontaneous. I love living that way. It, we just had Coachella weekend, which I call the influencer super bowl. So, um <laughs> like so literally it was like we were all preparation for that. And, like every day was a fun new exciting thing. So, um, it's hard to say like what I actually do in day in life, but we get there and I, you know, do whatever it is. We eat lunch like a normal job does. And then I go home and normally that's when I come home, I'll like edit my podcast or I'll record my podcast and I'm like doing my own or there's so many like events in LA. Sometimes I'm going to those. I feel like there's so many times that I'm doing my own kind of work when I get home, but like, it's so fun. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that sounds like an
0: awesome job. I feel like you <laughs> she's are. She's
1: the best. You have a dream job. She. It is my dream job.
0: And how is it being friends with your boss? Like, because you guys were friends beforehand. Uh-huh. So has that changed your relationship? Has it made it better?
1: Made it worse? Or I think if anything, it's just made it better just because I'm with her way more. Yeah. Like I get to see her way more. I think it works. One, she's older than me, which I think is cool because she's kind of like, her and her sister Ashley are like kind of like big sisters to Mm -hmm. me and the big sisters that I've never had and so they they would do anything for me as I would do for them and like they're they're always looking out for me personally and checking up on me which is amazing but more than that like i just i'm so passionate about like what they do you know how how she built her empire like i want to spend every second with her so that i can like soak everything in every day it's like i'm learning constantly learning something new i'm just like this little sponge that wants to learn and she's so passionate This, this is what's so cool about alicia is she's so passionate about helping others the fact that she even cares to help me in the slightest is just amazing because like technically she's your boss yeah so like she doesn't have to but that's that's she, what makes it better, you she's know? She's so cool and so supportive. Literally, she could, like, say one tiny thing and it means so much to me because I just, like, look up to her so much. Mm-hmm. So I think just, like, me being curious and wanting to learn from her um, and her, like, naturally wanting to help others is just, like, a great match. That's just kind of how it works, I think.
0: And I feel like when you're at work, you're work mode. You know, yeah. we were talking about that earlier. You're not focused on, oh, my Instagram, my podcast. No. Mine. You know, you're... Yeah
1: at work you work for her exactly you know, so it's- I like separate it a bunch when I'm there all I want to do is like help her and like help her be the best that she can be and like make her life easier because that's what I'm there to do it would be similar to you know putting on airplane mode for a second exactly. on my mm-hmm. stuff and i um, focusing on her which is so fun like literally I love my job
0: <laughs> yeah did you have any hesitation beforehand like you said it's like created for you like it's not like you can ask other yeah, people that had the position. Honestly, really. she
1: called me and like, no, I was like, <laughs> I was so floored that she was even asking me blown away. And I didn't even know as an option that I was like immediately like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um I I can I can say that I had no idea that this is what I'd be doing I kind of thought I would be working at like a network or continue working at CBS or something like that yeah but I'm so happy with what I'm doing
0: and what was it that you were not expecting working for a YouTuber what's something that you did not realize and realize like once you started the job
1: um I didn't realize how hard their job is and how much They're constantly working and just like all of the aspects of like the whole business side of it. I did not realize because they really do have a full blown team. Just all the fine little details. Like I feel like we're constantly on the go working. And so it's not just like, oh my God, they just make videos and post Instagrams. Like there's so much more to it.
0: That's what my biggest pet peeve is. Even though I am nowhere near the size of Alicia. I don't have like as big of a team (laughs) as her or anything like that. Um, but That's my biggest pet peeve is when people think like, oh, you're just posting Instagram photos and you're like, I wish it was like (laughs) that's all you're doing and you're like getting paid for it or. Or some people are like, oh, like you're posting so
1: many pictures of yourself. You must be so conceited. And it's like, this is my business. Like I am
0: not using Instagram. It's such a business.
1: Like that's what I didn't realize, like how much of a business it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not using Instagram to show off myself or anything like that. Because honestly, I don't like being the center of attention. Uh When I'm with people, I am a fly on the wall. Like I'm quiet. That's how a lot of YouTubers are. Yeah. Like I am not like, look at me, everyone. Mm -hmm. Look at my outfit, you know, but on Instagram, I'm like, okay, yeah, can you take a picture me yeah. you do this you know so it's just so different and uh, when people meet me in person I feel like sometimes they might be a little caught off guard I don't think I come across as like conceited or anything like uh-huh. that in my videos I feel like I'm very very real in my videos uh-huh. a random person from college that looks oh at my, I know yeah someone in the industry or knows about the industry but just like a random person in my group project exactly. that finds me on Instagram is probably
1: like what, what the heck yeah yeah <laughs> and well, they don't realize like normal college people like only post photo at a frat party yeah (laughs) like random stuff like that like frat parties or like graduation like stuff like that when there's like a reason to for us it's a job like you get up and like you post an instagram as if like you were like clocking into work kind of thing
0: seriously and i don't post that many sponsored posts most of my posts are not sponsored which i I think it should be like that Uh but It's not just because like, oh, I might not be getting paid necessarily on this one Instagram post, but I want to engage with my followers. Uh I want to
1: have like a cohesive feed. People have been asking for more juicy questions like or people want a guy on the podcast because they want to hear about like tea between guys and girls and relationships. And you know what I mean? It's like really providing your followers with what they want and like providing value and showing them things that you know they can learn from even if it's like simple dating advice yeah
0: or even if like the caption is like a little micro blog yeah exactly so things like that i feel like people don't realize they just see it and they're like oh you're just posting
1: a random photo yeah it's like
0: that's not so
1: much time and effort what it it. is
0: and each yeah exactly like no not each picture is like super planned sometimes i'll take a picture edit it and post it in like five minutes you know like it's not like it's that planned at least for me me but it is like social media is not just like to keep up with friends and family exactly As it is for a lot of people. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's a business. Definitely.
0: What's the worst part about working for a YouTuber and what's
1: the best part? Ooh, I guess like two things. One would be because sometimes I am a planner that being so spontaneous with like, oh my God, we need to do this tomorrow. I'm like, I like to know I some things I would like to know in advance. That's something I've really learned about my job that I do love is Mm -hmm. like not knowing. So sometimes with that, like I could see how some people wouldn't be be able to be fit for the job because they like planning which I've realized that I thought I was a planner but now with my job I'm like not really that's so good though it's really nice I actually I mean it's a pro like sometimes it's a pro sometimes a con you know the only time it literally sucks is when I'm like trying to plan when like my mom can come to visit or something like that another thing that's hard I would say that I've realized a lot more is like it's hard to separate working and not working Mm -hmm. Uh, one thing i really learned a lot from alicia is just constantly being on like even when we're like when i'm on instagram now it's like wait i love being on instagram so it is fun but it's like weird because it's like kind of also your job me like staying up to date and like liking people's posts and like watching youtube youtube videos i feel like it's a part of my job because i'm like researching yeah do you know what i mean like i need to stay up to date it'd be like a director needs to be on, on top of like what shows are going on stuff like that because they just need to be on top of it yeah um of like what's in your industry so i think that's hard like separating the two
0: yeah you're not clocking in and out yeah
1: Mm -hmm. exactly
0: no that totally makes sense and then what is the best part
1: one that i'm constantly learning new things and um two just having such a incredible role model as a boss
0: no day is the same you're learning like i feel like
1: she's just so knowledgeable and then she's also on top of that like such a good person and so is her sister like it's so cool what i do it
0: seriously (laughs) is i'm so
1: like i'm so blessed and so thankful and i like couldn't be more appreciative. she's gonna listen to this and be like oh my god taylor (laughs) i told her i would gas her up so this is me like filling up her tank with gas (laughs)
0: that's (laughs) hilarious well no she's definitely killing it yeah so. she's the
1: goat i literally for her birthday do you know what the goat is the, the greatest, greatest of all yeah. time okay yeah. so i always call it a goat and for her birthday i got her because she's like i was trying to think of something clever or creative so i got her a trophy with a literal goat on oh. the top of it it's like this gold like plated goat and like it has like literally it's a trophy that is and then at the bottom of it like on the plaque it's like alicia marie the goat like greatest of all time oh my god that is so <laughs> she funny. is she's the goat but another thing that is so cool like, or the best part of my job is how seeing how res- well respected alicia is in the industry Definitely. and she has so many amazing connections of like people that look up to her or, like um, our followers, our fans are, like, friends and connections in the industry that she's so well respected that meeting all the people that she knows is, like, one of the coolest things ever.
0: And what piece of advice would you give anyone that either wants to work in the entertainment industry or, more specifically, with an influencer slash YouTuber? Because I feel like nowadays that's actually a career now. You know, so many yeah. influencers are popping up, so... What would you give
1: kind of as advice or networking tips? Yeah. Okay. Two things. One, I think you need to make like your Instagram pop in. Mm -hmm. So like your Instagram is basically your resume. Yeah. So, um, like have your own cool thing. Like for instance, mine, I figured out was the polls. So have your own cool thing that like other influencers can like think is cool and like want to follow you and like, um, make your own name for yourself, um, just just really make your Instagram your own resume. Yep. Um, I would say that. Um, and then two, meet as many people as you possibly can and go the extra mile with them. So um, being like, I always, I said this on another podcast, I think, but Gary V's book, it's called, I think it's like jab 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 right hook i think Mm -hmm. that's his and it's like in boxing form like you jab them three times and then you right hook and knocking them out yeah you're when you're jabbing like meet someone and do like do keep doing things for them without asking for anything in return so like you know ask ask to help someone film. like if you want to work for someone like ask to help them film maybe or ask to take them to coffee and like provide them with value that yeah. like or just ask to help them out like do go the extra mile as many times as you want as you can and then at the like if one day you need something then you ask yeah them from something
0: definitely that's what i think is so important is to make genuine connections also like don't just dm someone and be like hey like i'd love to work with you like Can I, can you help me get a job? No one's going to say yes to that, you know? So like you were saying, like, do things for them first, provide them value, and then you can ask them for the favor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Provide them value and show, show them how valuable you can be to help make their life easier. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, just really being genuine and showing that you care and like, you know, not making it all about you for a second really stands out, especially in LA, uh, just to help someone out and like be there for them and going the extra mile. Like I cannot stress enough, like going the extra mile and yeah. just like doing what you don't want to do sometimes um, for other people that maybe you respect and and be nice to everyone.
0: Yeah. Seriously. So yeah. Be nice because being mean is never going to get you far enough. Like it's never going to make you have real friends. It's never going to make you have good, genuine connections. Like yeah, no one's gonna help you in your time. Of exactly. Need. <laughs>
1: um, Eleanor Roosevelt has one of my favorite quotes. It's I don't want to butcher it. Small minds talk about. Um, oh, I small know. Small minds talk about people. Medium-sized minds um, talk about events, and then big minds talk about ideas. Ideas. Yeah, I know that's that's that quote. Is. I love it. Yeah, I probably butchered it a little bit, but basically, it's like big minds talk about ideas, not people. Yeah. So
0: i love that well i have loved having you on the podcast thank you so much thank
1: you so much you're a really good host
0: where thank you (laughs) where can they find you plug yourself
1: okay i'll gas myself up (laughs) um you can follow me on instagram it's tks juicy polls so it's tks juicy and then p-o-l-o-s And yeah, go find me on Instagram and vote in all of my... I probably have an Instagram story right now. What's the poll? They're always so
0: entertaining.
1: (laughs) And then you can also follow my podcast. You can subscribe to it. It's TK's Juicy Pod. And go and listen to Natalie and I's um, episode. She talks like all about her... Basically how she became her boss babe self, um, which is really cool because she does... Like she goes the extra mile with her business. Like a lot of... um, A lot of YouTubers, I feel like, stick to videos, and I think it's so cool how you have a store. Like that's epic.
0: Thank you. She has a store.
1: She has a full time job. She went to college. Like she kind of like went the extra mile with her whole life. So I I would definitely listen to it. It's really interesting.
0: Yeah, no, it was so much fun being on it. So, Uh and hold on, I
1: just want to say, make sure you go subscribe and rate and review to this podcast. (laughs) because she deserves it. it literally go gas her up in like send a review like ask her who she sh- or tell her who she should have on this podcast because it takes a lot of time and effort and she deserves it
0: oh thank you <laughs> yes, you're so sweet of course this was so much fun and <laughs> i would not have wanted to spend my birthday doing anything oh else. my god thank you oh my god <laughs> yay all right well thanks peace out I hope that you guys loved that podcast episode and you guys got more of an insight of kind of what a YouTuber does and what someone on a YouTuber's team does. I feel like it's just so interesting at how she got her job, what she does, how that is an actual job in 2019. If you would have said in 2005 what she would be doing is a YouTuber's production coordinator, no one would understand that sentence. So I just think it's so incredible at how times have changed and how this is a legit job and career now. I am so thankful because obviously it's the industry that I'm working in, but I just think it's wild and i can't wait to see in 10 years what jobs we don't have now and how they evolve and what new jobs are created in like 10 years from now i think it's going to be so interesting be sure to give this podcast five stars leave a review and check out taylor's podcast and her instagram because it is so entertaining her podcast is all about like juicy polls, tea like anything like that so you guys definitely want to check it out she always has very entertaining guests as well and i love listening to it on my way to work or at work or anything like that i think it's so entertaining and follow her on instagram so you guys can participate in the polls because they literally are so much fun to participate in i like really like them great way to kind of spend time on social media (laughs) and if you guys have not heard about my private facebook page be sure to join that it is a private facebook page for the real real podcast i'll have it linked in the show notes as well as everything else that we've talked about i'll have in the show notes the private facebook page basically is for you guys to network so i think this is a great great spot for you guys to find like-minded people and also to find maybe people in your city if you want to make friends or if you want a job maybe someone is looking for something in that podcast and group and you have no idea and you know that if you're in that podcast group that you're likely to be a motivated individual which is what i want so thank you guys again be sure to join that follow us on instagram follow taylor and i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and i will see you guys next monday with another episode of the real real podcast
1: I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week, join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast, and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood. Hey, my name is Lovon Rumpf and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a
0: podcast host by night. At The Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's W everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.